Welcome to the Heal and Grow Journey podcast. I'm Jennifer, your host, a mental health and wellness advocate, and a trauma survivor. This platform will be used to break the silence and create awareness around mental health in the Black community and in general for all people. My hope is that you will feel seen, heard, supported, and valued as we progress through the journey of healing and growing. Welcome back to the Heal and Grow Journey podcast. Hope all is well. Hope you're staying safe and healthy. Happy holidays. Our topic for today is how to manage holiday blues. And I know I just said happy holidays, (laughs) but that is what our topic is for today is how to manage holiday blues. You know, the reality is, even though the holiday season is supposed to be a happy time, The reality is that many of us kind of struggle during the holidays for various reasons. And we're going to kind of talk about that today. On social media, I'm actually in like multiple different like chat groups and private groups. So there was a question that was posed the other day. And um, the question was, what do you do when you feel like the outcast in your family? during the holidays that question was posed and then it was like wow it was just so many comments so many different opinions and perspectives you know on that situation it resonated with me as well because I had my own personal experiences and you know like I've been there Um, and I think for this year for 2020 like pretty much just about everybody um, may have experienced some sort of holiday blues per se because you know It's just looking very different. You know, for the first time, many people were not able to travel to be with extended family. And so many people were either alone or just with like their immediate family. And they they just may not have been able to do their normal routines around the holidays. So I think for 2020 in general, due to COVID and, and the pandemic, depression and anxiety and things like that definitely has been taking its toll on people during this holiday season. So I just want to put that out there because that's just first and foremost. But back to that question that was posed. So let's say, okay, the issue is not necessarily COVID, but for some reason you feel like the outcast in your family and it just kind of brings you down around the holidays. So how do you manage that? What do you do? The first thing that I want to say is, well, this is a quote that really resonates with me. It's a quote that um, one of the therapists that I follow, it's one of her quotes, and she stated, it says, relatives are the people you're related to by blood and family is the people who offer you a sense of belonging, acceptance, and connection. So I'll say that again. Relatives are the people you're related to by blood and family is the people who offer you a sense of belonging, acceptance, and connection. You know, when I first saw that quote, I was like, wow, it's so well said, in my opinion. And I think that that right there just really sums it up for me 
um, in regards to a lot of the confusion around family and what that's supposed to feel like and, and be like, because it's so different for everybody. And, you know, I mean, most people would would wish to have like this perfect family where everybody gets along and everybody's supportive and it's just one big happy family. But, you know, that's not the reality for everybody. That's not everyone's experience. So when that's not your experience, you know, how, how do you manage that? So like the quote says, I think first and foremost, you need to really differentiate. Are you dealing with relatives or are you really dealing with family? Is that why you feel like the outcast? So, you know, I would say to definitely do like a root cause analysis on why you feel like an outcast in the first place, because it sounds like it's that you're dealing with maybe just relatives and not actual family. Because again, based on that quote or that definition, family would give you that sense of belonging, acceptance, and connection. So if you're with family and it feels like family, there's no way that you would feel like an outcast. So that's first and foremost, I would say then it sounds like you're probably leaning towards more of the the relative side, like you're just dealing with people that are just relatives. So that's one. Another thing I would say to factor in is what's really going on in that circle? Is it that, you know, maybe, you know, unfortunately, are you dealing with maybe like abusers? You know, when you go home for the holidays, are you forced to be around someone that, you know, maybe was abusive to you at one point? Are you dealing with a situation where, you know, you're experiencing either classism or racism? You know, people experience that within their own families, which would definitely make you feel like an outcast. There's so many different things that could contribute to you feeling that way. And obviously, if you do feel that way, that's not really good for your mental health. You know, you're definitely not going to have a desire to want to gather with anyone around the holidays that makes you feel that way. So when that is the case, what are your options instead of just, you know, being sad and depressed and things like that? So which which we don't want. You don't want that to be your reality. So to try to combat that, if you're having those feelings, there is a few tips that I have for you. But before I go into that, I also wanted to just mention that sometimes around the holidays, people might be, you know, feeling sad because they're grieving. Um, they may have lost a loved one. And, you know, around the holidays, it just really brings up that memory of that loved one. And so now you're going through a grieving process. Um, and so that's another thing that people I know deal with around the holidays that can be very challenging. So like I said before, there's just so many different variables to why people may not feel happy around the holidays. To combat some of these holiday blues, here are some tips that, you know, you can do. And these are just things that some that I came up with and some that I gathered from other opinions and perspectives that I felt like were really positive. So the first one is just decorate, (laughs) decorate, decorate, decorate. If that's something that you're into and even if you're not into it, just try it. I feel like decorating your space around the holidays definitely can lift your mood and your spirit and kind of just, you know, make your your space feel very comfortable and get you in that spirit. 
So whether you're in an apartment or if you're in a house, whatever your space looks like, you know, make an effort to decorate it and make yourself comfortable in that space and give yourself to try to like get you more into that holiday spirit. Next, you can try to create your own holiday traditions. You know, sometimes when you kind of begin to deviate from your, let's say, family of origin, and maybe now you have your own immediate family and you need to kind of come up with your own traditions. Like what is what is the tradition going to be for your immediate family? And so I know like for me, and it could be something very small. So for, for me, we started like just going and buying like a real tree, like shortly after Thanksgiving and doing that with our kids. And, you know, just the whole process of going somewhere and picking out the tree and bringing it home. And then every year maybe coming up with like a new color scheme or something like that for your tree and, you know, going out and getting all the decorations and, and ornaments and things and lights for that color scheme and just little things like that, which may sound very simplistic, but if you're consistent with it, then that can just be your thing because everybody doesn't necessarily do that. I know growing up, we didn't always go and get like a real tree. We just kind of had like a fake tree that we would recycle every year which is also fine. But, you know, it's just an example of something that you can do that will differ from maybe how you grew up. But now that's your own new family tradition for you, whether it's just you by yourself or if you have like an immediate family. Then another option would be to focus on those that do make you feel welcomed and loved. So again, back to that definition where it says family are those that offer you a sense of belonging, acceptance, and connection. That may not necessarily be someone that you're related to by blood, but you know, if it's um, friends or if it's, you know, let's say people on your spouse's side of the family, if you have a spouse, like it could just be anyone that falls under that category. And if they're available, you know, maybe you should focus on spending time with that person or those people that kind of make you feel more accepted. So that's another option. You can also travel. Obviously in 2020, that's probably not a good idea. Although I do see people still traveling, but I wouldn't recommend it. But yeah, you can maybe join a travel group or just take a solo trip. And again, that could even be your tradition. It could just be that every year Around the holidays, you take a trip, you go on a little dream vacation or 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 just a road trip, something to just kind of get your mind off of things and do something for yourself that'll bring you some joy and happiness. So that's an option. Or you can just enjoy your solitude. Being to yourself, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And I use the term solitude because I feel like solitude is is definitely a positive thing. It's a time where you can have peace and you can do some self-reflection and meditation and self-care and all that good stuff that we all need. So I would definitely say enjoy solitude, not isolation, you know, because there is a difference between solitude and isolation. So I feel like isolation is it's just a reaction. Um, so that can be more on the unhealthy side. But if it's something that you put thought into, then definitely enjoy that solitude time during the holidays. Another option, which I would say kind of make it maybe like the last resort. But, you know, you can just, again, enjoy your solitude and just decide not to go to any gatherings that will put you in a negative space where it will make you feel uncomfortable or you're and you know, you just are receiving like 
bad vibes, negative energy, or you feel like the people you're around are condescending or belittling or undermining, whatever the case might be. If you have to pick and choose, protect your peace, protect your mental health. And um, yeah, just don't go. If, if, if that's the case, if it's between being uncomfortable or, you know, being at peace, definitely pick peace over anything else. So those are just a few options on things that you can do to kind of just help get you through the holidays if you're having a difficult time. And then just in general, I would definitely, you know, recommend if you haven't already, definitely talk to a therapist. If you if you feel like the outcast in your family, you know, there's probably some unresolved issues, traumas, wounds and things there that you know, you probably have never processed, or you might just be in a situation where you're that cycle breaker. Like you're the person that maybe you're the one that was just brave enough to call out the dysfunction if there is dysfunction going on. And so now, you know, you've kind of had to step aside and, and or remove yourself from that situation. So whatever the scenario might be, definitely I would recommend speaking to a therapist to help you through that and help you process things so that, yeah, you can get to a healthier place. Yeah. And just move forward. Also, if you're a believer like myself, you know, I would suggest really taking the time to focus on what Christmas is really about. Um, I think a lot of times society and our culture, we lose sight of that. And, you know, Christmas is really about celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. And we lose sight of that. We just focus on the material things and the gift giving and all of that, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there is a time and place and space for that as well. But I think it's good when we can kind of refocus and, you know, reflect on that. So with that being said, you know, whether it's attending church in person or online, um, that's a good option. A lot of times there are services that you can go to on the Christmas holiday or on Christmas Eve. So that's something positive that you can do. And then prayer, you know, just taking the time to pray and connect with God one-on-one. That is just super important. And especially, you know, if you're experiencing depression or anxiety um, or anything like that, you know, prayer will definitely help with that, you know, because the scriptures will tell you, you know, to be anxious for nothing, but through prayer, thanksgiving, and supplication, let your requests be known to God and God's peace which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. So definitely take the time to focus on that, um, especially if you're experiencing the blues, because he'll get you through. He'll get you to the other side and he'll give you that peace that surpasses all understanding. So that is another suggestion, a very important suggestion, in my opinion, because that's definitely something that helps me a lot on this healing journey because God is a healer and by Jesus's stripes we were all healed. Focus on that and let's just remember that we're celebrating Jesus Christ's birthday. I hope that was helpful information, you know, that that can provide you some guidance on how to manage these holiday blues and kind of get you over that hump and get you over to the other side. 
All right. Well, that is all I have for you today. It's a very short and sweet episode, but you know, it's definitely fitting for the holiday time of year. If you need to contact me, you can email me at healandgrowjourneypodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can connect with me on Instagram at healandgrowjourney. You can also follow the Heal and Grow Journey Podcast Facebook page. And you can also follow the Heal and Grow Journey Podcast Twitter page. In addition, if you haven't done so already, please, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please take the time to write a review if you do enjoy this podcast. I would greatly appreciate your support. Until next time, take care.